0: The following production is part of the We Be Geeks Podcast
1: Collective. Radio.
0: This podcast is a member of the Red 5 Network. For more Red 5 Network podcasts and content creators, visit bio.link red5. Meanwhile, at the above-ground underwater suburb of volcano lair...
1: Sergeant, we need a response team. We're already putting together the best move. With all due respect, sir, so am I. I have a plan.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's real! Mighty Marvel Geeks. That's what we call ourselves. Sort of like a team.
1: Team? No, no, no. We're a chemical mixture that makes chaos. We're... we're a time bomb.
0: Well then, son, you've got a condition. Your show about all things Marvel with Mike, Kylan, and Eric.
1: What a bunch of losers! I am Groot.
0: That I do know.
1: These people may be isolated, and unbalanced, even, but I believe with the right push, it can be exactly what you need.
0: Suit up. I'm bringing the party to you. I have indeed been uploaded, gentlemen. Online and ready
1: and welcome to another issue of mighty marvel geeks it is the intrepid trio eric kylan and myself mike how are you guys doing
2: doing all right here
1: (laughs) as we're recording today oh the day that i have had the day
0: that was
1: (laughs) yeah so what what was the phrase i used earlier so happy to be a 25 year veteran here at bush gardens (laughs) yeah (laughs) sure okay um we got a couple things going on this week on this week's show (laughs) we're gonna do guardians of the galaxy volume three Mm -hmm. tearjerkers um recap bring tissues and we're gonna do fantastic four of lesser known groups that should get their own franchise or some some MCU love
0: yeah because let's face it who out there had heard of Guardians of the Galaxy before the movies
1: true Uh, yeah I mean
0: mean, (laughs) filthy casuals did not know who these people were
1: uh -uh.
0: no so now that the Guardians franchise has uh, the sun has set now we, these are our, these will be our picks for the next Guardians of the Galaxy.
1: Whether, whether it's a D- Disney plus series or an MCU film. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. But uh, speaking
0: of Guardians, are we going to go spoiler here? Do we need to go ahead and put out spoiler alerts? Oh, spoiler alert. I guess that's a yes. <laughs>
1: that's a yes. So, sorry. Uh, it's an interesting night tonight. Distracted because of the news from work, but uh, also, too, it's game one of the Eastern Conference Finals of the NHL playoffs. The Carolina, Florida.
0: he's distracted.
1: Well, I, I've got a friend who works. Well, I got a friend on both teams. I know which team <laughs> I'd like to win, and I'm, not, I'm keeping my mouth shut at the moment. That, that's <laughs>
0: probably wise. Um, if I you mean, want to still have both friends after.
1: Before the playoffs, I picked one team over the other. And I didn't expect the one team to get where they're at, but the one team has really proven themselves and really this is the best that they've, they've looked all year again. I'm, I'm keeping mouth shut on who the team is. Um, But for the East, this was not exactly who I was. I have one of the two teams picked in my East, but having both of these teams uh, I am leaning a little bit more towards one over the other, but whoever wins, whoever goes to the next round, Depends on who I pick for winning the cup, mm. depending on who gets in on the, that's provided Dallas makes it in on the other side. So is Dallas is my pick for the West. Anyway, okay. Uh, before we get started, check out the homepage, Biddy Boomers is there. Click, click the image, use code WeebyGeeks for 15% off your purchase on your Bluetooth speaker needs. Be it a one inch, amazing sounding speaker or an eight inch speaker. And, yes, I did tell Casey about our idea of the DeLorean being a speaker and docking station. And he thought it was which a cool he idea. Said, it was a cool idea. Well, there we go. So, um, Rebel Sabers, use code Wookiee for 10% off all your saber needs. Why? Because, well, Star Wars is under Marvel Comics license and now also to back under Dark Horse license, partial license right. as well. Right. Mm. So best of both worlds and with Marvel getting the license back, I didn't expect that. Now IDW had it for more of the, the kid, teenage the kids and teenage level. The dark horse isn't known for that. Mm-mm. So for dark horse to get some of the titles as well, I I'm a happy camper. Cause I did like some of the star Horse stuff. Mm-hmm. And I love the Marvel star Wars line and I love what Marvel has done since the return. because yeah, I'm,
2: I I'm I I really liked uh well, which which was it, t- Tales of the Jedi under Dark Horse. Yep. I really liked that series.
1: I like Blood Ties. It was the Boba Fett Jingle Fett series.
2: Oh yeah, yeah.
1: Where it goes back and forth between the two, right? Uh, Knight Errant was a great series. It was in it was done in conjunction with the novel. Mm-hmm. It was both of them were written by John Jackson, uh, John John Joshua Jackson. He did both the, the novel and the comics, right? So I mean, perfect adaptation of e- either way. Um, and I, and I was a big big supporter of uh, Rebellion and Empire those two lines. Mm-hmm. But I mean, what Marvel has done, Vader down crossover. Oh yeah, screaming oh, yeah. Citadel crossover, amazing. Bringing in characters like Cressitant, Afra, BT, Trips. I mean, my favorite Star Wars characters that haven't appeared on the big screen except for one that's chrysanthemum Mm -hmm. and chrysanthemum looked great Mm -hmm. A little bit of trivia the actor who wore the outfit of chrysanthemum in book of boba fett is also man thing and werewolf by night sweet nice yep so um and then of course red flag workshops Use code SMUGGLER3 for 25% off your purchase on some great Star Wars National Park patches. They have got patches for other geekdoms as well, so go check them out. Supporting them helps support us, and it's a great way of supporting smaller businesses. I mean, Bitty Boomers, yes, they're out in the national stores and they have a huge online presence, but they're still somewhat a small business. No right. pun intended. <laughs> <laughs> But up, uh, even though we've said we should we we need an ant man in both the bigger bigger boomer and biddy boomer so you could do the two different sizes. Right. And before we get into things, I knew about this Kylan before you said it on in our chat, and there's no way you can spend money on this. You have to earn the collector credits to get it. But Howard the Duck is now available in Marvel Snap. <laughs> and I am forty five hundred collector credits shy of being able to get them.
2: Truth is, I'm about halfway there. Um,
1: Those credits are hard to get.
2: Well, see, once you get to the higher levels, um, you get to the point where they're not giving you so many cards, and then that's where you end up getting a ton of collector credits. Uh, See,
1: I'm, I'm at that stage. Now I I'm getting the collector's chest and I get some right. cards every now and then, then I get either regular credits or I get collector credits or I get boosters. One of the, one of the four. And I haven't been seeing that many collector credits. Uh,
2: well, okay. So I am at, uh, all right. So I hit level collector level. Of course, my, my my phone's taking a second to pull it up. I'm like at three thousand something.
1: Okay, yeah, I'm not that high.
2: <laughs> so, um, yeah, and that, that it's like once you get up there, um, I'm at three
1: thousand five hundred sixteen.
2: Um, uh, gotta find it. Like oh. things start getting good. I think once you hit around two thousand.
1: But um, I'm not even that high. I want this card. Don't believe me. I want this card. <laughs> and there's no way I'm paying a hundred bucks just to get a thousand tokens, the collector thirty or three hundred and ten collector boosters, five hundred credits and five hundred gold, and a, and a collector avatar. No way.
2: Dude, just keep playing. and it'll, it'll, I haven't put any money in the game. I, I, I put I, a lot of time, but no money. And I, I actually, I got Stature really fast. Like, I was surprised. Stature was a new card. And, like, the, I think Stature come out in, when did uh, Ant-Man come out? Was that February?
1: February or March.
2: So, like, when Ant-Man came out. Yeah, yeah, I, I, yeah, I think it was February, March. Eight Man came out, and then the next month, I got Stature. I, it, it was, it was like a completely random, uh, like when I hit one of the collector boxes. Uh, but yeah, so like, yeah, once you get up there, man, then eventually they get start, they start getting stingy with the cards, and you start getting tons. Of, uh, of the collector credits.
1: I'm at collection level 683.
2: You got a little time, dude.
1: <laughs> you got a
2: lot of time. <laughs> just, just keep playing. I mean, you're going to win some. You're going to lose some. It's fine. Just.
1: Oh, the ones you know. that confuse me is it, it comes down to a tie. Yeah. I have more cards. My one is higher ranked. I, I've collected more points and somehow I still lost.
2: Well, it's because, oh, well, yeah, so some of those, like there's some that I was sure that I won and it still said I lost, but there were some that I was certain that I lost and it said I won. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, fine. I, I'm, not understand- I'm not understanding.
1: I'm not understanding.
2: Yeah, it's, uh, I mean, I i um I think after and I don't know if, if all of a sudden the the game decided that it was get it, lately it's gotten really hard for me uh wasn't last month it wasn't last season season before last remember I had gotten up to level 80 yeah and then after that it was like all of a sudden man like I was like I would lose like like five six games in a row and I'm like it and I I know they don't have bots. I know they don't, but I'm convinced that there are some programs out there where people are able to read your hand.
1: Yeah. yeah.
2: I just only because there's been too many times. where when the, cause I, I snap at the beginning every time people hate it. I snap at the beginning and then all of a sudden they'll, uh, they'll, 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 uh, uh, retreat on me and i'm like okay
1: i've had that too i've had it where i've gotten all the way down to round six play a card the guy's up a lot Mm -hmm. and then retreats on me Mm -hmm. you had this one why are you retreating
2: well they said they they probably saw what you had in your hand they were expecting you to play it uh make another play so they just got out
1: yeah who knows um Mm -hmm. But speaking of Howard the Duck, yes, he is in Guardians of the Galaxy, Volume 3. Yes. For the first yes, third time. So, I mean, is it
0: really, is it a Guardians movie without a Howard the Duck cameo?
1: No. Right. But you know who else was back in Guardians of the Galaxy 3? Trauma. Who? Larry Trauma, the, the guy behind Toxic Avenger. Oh, that's right. Trauma Studios. Mm-hmm. Trauma Films. Mm-hmm. He was back.
0: Now, what character did he he play?
1: He originally was in um, the prison in one. Okay. Basically, no makeup or anything. And then he's one of the gamblers there with uh, Howard in three. Oh, Part of that crew. Now, he wasn't the
0: broker, was he? No. Okay. No. Because the broker is at that table as well. The broker from the first movie. Yes. The one that... The one that uh Quill tried to sell the sell the Power Stone to. Or the Orb. We didn't know it was the Power Stone at that point. Right. It was good to see him because Sorry, not,
1: not Trauma. Lloyd Kaufman. He's Troma founder.
0: Okay. I knew you were talking about when you said Toxic Avenger, but uh, but no, it was good it was good to see the broker because the last we heard of Xandar it had pretty much been laid waste mm-hmm. because Thanos went there to get the power stone before he came over to basically ravage the, uh, the Asgardian ship. Right. So it's good to see that some Zandarians made it out. Yes. Mm hmm. Agreed.
1: So, uh, who would like to start us off with the recap of guardians three? how do we want to do it? Just talk about our favorite I, moments? Talk about... I, I think
0: t- I think talking about our favorite moments would probably do good because I really... I don't know that we could accurately do a play-by-play no. or a summing up. <clears throat> I mean, we can treat this like another Fantastic Four takeaway. It's like a bonus FF in, a, in an episode. Excuse me, issue. Uh, Dang it, Mike. Now you're doing... Now <laughs> you're making me do this.
1: That's right. Last week it was for the three hundredth episode of Wookie Radio. It is the smugglers three on Weebie Geeks. And Ken's like, uh since when did the smugglers three appear on Weeby Geeks? Uh since I'm brain fried.
0: You know memory is the first thing to go, so they say. <laughs> along with something else I can't remember at the moment. <laughs> <laughs>
1: You know you've lost but, uh, your mind uh, when when you start repeating yourself. You know you've lost your mind when you start repeating yourself. Never mind.
0: Dude, my <laughs> spirit animal is a blue tang from a Pixar movie. <laughs> okay. You had to think about that for a second. I'm,
1: I'm, no, I was trying to think of something witty to go with that. I'm like, yeah, I just don't have it. Okay. <laughs> I just don't have it. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um. So, uh, who, favorite? favorite moments uh eric start off with you
0: um oh there, there's so many of them because i think i think james gunn is just like making up for the fact that this is his last marvel movie by mm-hmm. trying to get in as many body blows to the uh, to the feels as possible mm-hmm. uh if we're talking if we're talking a favorite moment one of them would have to be no sleep till Brooklyn.
1: Yes. Mm -hmm.
0: That whole sequence. uh, Again, how did we go all this time without using that as one of our uh, Spotify mixes?
1: Oh yeah. Island favorite moment or a favorite Mm -hmm. moment. Mm -hmm. We know there's going to be multiple. Gosh. Yeah. Uh
2: when Cosmo gets called, Co- Cosmo's response when she gets called a bad dog.
1: Yes, <laughs> yes,
2: yeah. That was just, I, I you know, and that started off a whole. That counts as a subplot for me. That count that started a whole subplot that
0: I just.
1: Oh yeah,
0: I, I mean that the whole relationship between Cosmo and Craglin just reminds yes. me of an old married couple. Yes. And the
1: thing is, that carries all the way through the end of the film. Yes. E- even even when they're, you know, up to the end credits.
0: Well, yeah. almost.
1: Praglin's still going, am I still a bad dog? Well, yes, yes, you are. <laughs> Come on. Well, right up until the point where she's not.
0: Yeah. Right. <laughs> hey, she's a very good dog at that point. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> That is, such, uh, yeah, that is such a great moment there too.
1: Um,
0: you take
2: that back. <laughs> <It's just> like, <laughs> m-
1: one of my favorite moments, and I totally did not expect this at all, especially with this film. But it worked so well when Quill drops the f bomb. <laughs> it's yes. like he's had and enough so- of Nebula, and he just drops it. I'm like, okay. <laughs> I mean, I almost missed it. It, was, know, so, it, was. it was so, it was so quick, so quick, so natural. It was, it was so natural and smooth. It,
0: it felt to me like it was an outtake that they just left in. Yeah. Right.
1: Which was perfect.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: It was absolutely perfect. <laughs>
2: Yeah, <laughs> I just I was like, well, what did you just, you know, talk, you talked talked her through the entire process of opening door. Hit the what's button. Next,
1: hit, hit the button. The button. No, you're hitting the keyhole. The button. a <laughs> button. Okay, so what's next? Yeah, and the lock. <laughs> All right, don't need to be so mean. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> no, I'm like, I have had this conversation before with people. <laughs>
2: Just hit the button. Pull pull the door, hit the button. Hit the, just, the button, pull the door. It's easy. Just,
1: just just follow the instructions. Follow the instructions. Okay, now what? <laughs> Sad part is I've had some of these same conversations with Zoe.
0: Hopefully so, not quite the same, but
1: not involving the car. Okay. But similar conversations. Similar <laughs> premise.
0: <laughs>
1: so um, Eric, back to you. Another favorite moment.
0: Okay, another favorite moment. The name's Rocket, Rocket Raccoon.
1: Yes, yes, yeah. That
0: had the potential for being such a freaking corny line.
1: Brilliantly but done.
0: It, it was perfect. You you know what it felt like to me.
2: Okay, not not with the same emotional weight.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: But still, a, a similar moment. After waiting ten years, you finally hear Cap say, "Avengers Assemble." Uh huh. Mm-hmm. That's the thing. Like you're waiting. Like he he he's he's been Rocket the whole time. Rocket the whole time. And those of us, they're comic readers. We want. And the whole time, he's like, "I'm not a raccoon. I'm not a raccoon." And then you're like. And then he says it, and you're like, oh, finally. <laughs> it's
1: like, it, it's, the denial right. is when gone. We
0: we're talking, I'm sorry. Go ahead.
1: I was going to say the denial is gone.
0: Yeah. It, he is accepting the raccoonage. But if y'all remember back before Endgame came out, we were talking about stuff that we wanted to see. Right. I remember saying, I want a scene where Rocket says, Oh, so that's what a raccoon is. Yeah. Yeah, well, we finally got that. Oh yeah, not how I envisioned it, but I like this version better. Yes, absolutely.
1: Yep. So, Kylan, another moment.
2: No, actually, this is this is tied to Rocket. Um, I love the opening scene of him just kind of grooving to to creep. And the thing is, like, I, and that's a song. Like, I like that song, and. If I'm in the right headspace, I can legit love that song. But now, this movie takes that song to another level for me. Considering who who Rocket is and where he is at this point in his life, um, him just grooving and singing that song in the opening opening credits, man, that was pretty awesome.
1: Yeah. For- for me, it's um, the music, even though there were still a couple tunes that I would have swapped out just like the other films prior to the Guardians franchise.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I would have said the most perfect soundtrack out there is Forrest Gump.
0: Mm-hmm. I'd have gone heavy metal, but that's just me. Ah, that's a good one, too.
1: Heavy metal. Yeah, but I. Forrest Gump had the right song for the right moment for the right emotion. Mm-hmm. Heavy metal was it was just brilliantly done all the way around. Mm-hmm. Guardians very much like Forrest Gump, the right song for the right feel for the right emotion. Mm-hmm.
0: Now, I will say that I thought this movie soundtrack was was probably the what's the word I'm looking for? the weakest of the three. Mm hmm. I agree. But that's that's because I don't like new music. I get that. Okay. If it if the music is less than twenty years old, to me it's crap. <laughs> I, I I say that somewhat jokingly, but no, I, I have no interest in music that is less than thirty, even forty years old.
1: There, there were a few. Like I said, there were one or two songs I was swapped out. Uh, I can't remember the one, and I know with our list I had Echo and the Bunnymen. Um, oh, I don't even remember the name of the song that we had that I had picked.
0: Uh, no, it's on the bottom. I can't remember. Here in a
1: second. Uh, I had picked. Where is it?
0: I don't know. Weren't you paying attention either? So I'm looking at
1: the list and I can't find it. Oh, Do It Clean
0: yes okay yeah i remember it now
1: i would change that now to killer moon okay killer moon definitely would have fit a couple vibes in this
0: okay
1: so yeah especially like in the early stages when uh Gamora and and peter where Gamora's is just like brushing peter off heavy right mm-hmm. so uh eric another another memory okay First round moment. three here round three um with the unofficial FF of
0: <laughs> the unofficial. I'm keep I'm keeping track right here. Um, no, number three. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Number five. Three son three. The Ravagers. The yeah, Ravagers yeah. coming back. You know Sylvester Stallone and I can't. I'm not sure what the guy's name is. in, in the comics, he was Krugar. The Sorcerer Supreme of Earth in the 31st century, the one, the the red worm with the cloak that, you know, casts magic spells. Mm -hmm. And funny how his portal spells look so much like the ones in Doctor Strange. Mm -hmm.
2: Uh, And, okay. And and actually, I want to touch on that because Don and I were talking about that. Now, in, and I don't know if this is something that they're hinting at. Because I believe in the comics, he was a student
0: of Doctor Strange. Yes. In the comics, in the original Guardians of the Galaxy timeline, which is the 31st century, Krugar was Earth's Sorcerer Supreme. He had the Cloak of Levitation. Mm -hmm. He He was a mage. And Doctor Strange had become the Ancient One.
1: Yeah. Okay. So
0: I mean, I, I and
2: you know, there's a lot that happens off screen. Maybe he went to Cormatage I I'd love to see more of him, or or maybe the ancient one. He was a student of the ancient one. I mean, there there there's a lot. It could be. Yeah. Or or heck, Wong could have taught him because Wong is the sorcerer supreme right now. But you know, she got that on a technicality. <laughs> I keep I'm wondering if they're ever going to address
0: that, but you know. I mean they addressed it in no way home, right? But it would be it would be cool to see that get resolved in a in a future movie. Right.
1: So Island, another moment.
0: Uh,
1: mm,
2: mm. Peter going home. Yeah. You know, that was, I, I didn't realize how much that was going to freaking hit me. Um, I, I didn't realize how much I needed to see that. Um, um, it, 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 meant a lot for Peter to see Peter return home. Things are, things are good with his grandfather. You no, know, thankfully he still has some family around. um, and apparently we're going to see the legendary time uh, the legendary star lord again Oops. so <laughs> i love like like apparently now you know the, the, it, it's legit you know but it's like mm-hmm. I still go back to that first one who are you i'm star lord who mm-hmm. <laughs> oh star lord man come on man you heard of me <laughs> like and now it's not even you know it's like <laughs>
1: Yep.
0: Yeah, um straight up there were times in this movie that I I basically had to like dig my fingernails into my hand or or just grip just 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 mad grip the armrests mm-hmm. to keep from squalling like a baby. Oh dude, I, mm. and and that was one of the worst spots right there
1: hmm okay is it wrong of me. me to say i didn't get quite as emotional in this film and All i'll admit I, I, I just i i'm ever since my grandmother passing i've been an emotional guy
0: yeah right but... just admit you have no soul and we'll move on
1: <laughs> no i just found it odd well part of it too i'm gonna confess that was like the second or third day that i've been dealing with my new knee braces and getting mm-hmm. adjusted to them yeah and and we have spent like half the day at IKEA. Of course, here I am wearing my new knee braces at IKEA, walking around IKEA. I was wore out. Right, I did fall asleep. I say, I did fall asleep was, during part of the film. Oh no! Yeah, D-
0: dude, I was about to say you didn't get your knee brace at IKEA, did you? No, you'd have so, to put that okay. Whole
2: thing together, but, you know. uh, that I I think that was part of it. you? There is so much and. and <laughs> Eric agrees with me. I know, there was a there was a lot of emotional context in this movie, and I think that sort of I I know going I know probably the thing for me going into it I was anticipating losing someone, so mm-hmm. there was this part of me like, you know, I okay it can't be Peter. What is is it going is it going to be Drax? Like there was this oh no it's a, oh. No. Fully, it's going to be Rocket. It's going to be you know, and so there's this emotional roller coaster going on. But Floyd. then at the same time, you get this whole backstory and uh, 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 of Rocket and who he's oh. and who he is. And I have to say, for once, it was nice. It was refreshing to not have a villain that you could say. Well, you know, I can kind of see his, no, mm-hmm. no, the the high of evolu- evolutionary was a fill in the blank because yeah. I have words for him and I really can't say it here, <laughs> but um, he he really was, and I needed that, and I, it's almost like for as despicable as he was, it made. Rocket story even more tragic, which makes the ending even more satisfying.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: You know,
0: there's a lot there. Yeah, yeah there's a lot there. It, it yes, it is good to not have a relatable villain every once in a while. Yeah. Yes. Yes.
1: For for me, and I'm gonna make this the last one, um, because I'm looking at our time and know what we got, seeing Howard in the film. <laughs> and fortunately that's one of the times that i woke back up (laughs) i woke up (laughs) to see howard i'm like okay yep, howard's here cool i'm gonna wake up all good movie's great howard's in the film yeah Yeah. you need the howard series (laughs) screwed the animation needs to be live action i want howard (laughs) and i want chip sadarsky as one of the writers of the show
0: that would work yes And, and, and also if i just throw in the Yondu cameo. I was totally oh, not expecting it. No. Yeah. And you
2: know what? That that could have been, had I not just nearly bawled my eyes out, that might have been another moment.
1: <laughs> so, well.
2: You know, so
0: Gentlemen, it's time for the Fantastic Four Takeaways. Sending to your screens now. Number the four.
1: This is the official one. Lesser known groups who should get their own franchise. Kylan, I'm going to start with you.
2: Okay. Now, these are not in any particular order. No. So I, I, because I tried to do it that way and I just couldn't, I scratched out like three times. I'm like, this is just my list. So number four, I get the feeling we might have some overlap here, but my number four is going to be new warriors.
1: Okay. I guarantee you. None of mine will overlap with you guys. I say that now. We'll just see if that carries. I through. got a
0: couple in reserve, just in case. Just in case y'all do.
1: The so new warriors, okay? Mm-hmm. Eric, <laughs> you're number four. My number four,
0: the Outlaws.
1: Okay, good choices so far.
0: They they were they were the Thunderbolts before the Thunderbolts were cool.
1: My number four, Night Shift. Nice, nice.
0: So. Number three.
1: Highland. number three.
2: Okay. Uh, my number three is uh, uh, Wolfpack.
1: Okay.
0: That Silver Sables group?
2: No, it was a group of ninjas that were um, trained. The, so they were street kids, like high school kids. They were trained uh, by this guy that was a ninja um to fight evil. And okay. yeah, so it's there were like two there was like a, a, a graphic novel and then a series that followed.
1: Huh. Okay. Cool. Eric. They
2: show up every once in a while actually in some of the larger uh events that we have every now and then one of them shows up.
1: Okay. Yeah. So number three Eric.
0: Kylan, you went with the wolf pack mm-hmm. for this one. I'm going with the power pack. Yes. I mean, you want something aimed at kids. This is it. Yep. Who
1: who, who was the, who was the makeup team in that? Um, I'm sorry. Makeup of the team for power pack.
0: Uh, energizer, light speed, mass master and zero G.
1: Okay. I in different power group.
0: Okay. <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: I was thinking Power Pack or Power something that was tied with uh, X-Men.
0: Mm. You're not talking about the, like the power broker, are you?
1: No. Okay. It was a, it's where Jubilee came from. And I think Leech.
0: Oh. Oh. Um, oh um. I remember Jubilee. They found, Basically, she was just a street urchin that kind of jumped through one of their portals. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but I can't remember where she originally came from.
1: But there was Leech and a few others. Okay. I, 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 enjoyed the leech character. Yeah. So, uh, my number three star force.
2: Oh man. Okay. Okay. Uh, what was your, what was your number four? Night shift. Night shift. Thanks.
1: And of course in the initial team in star force was captain Atlas, Dr. Minerva, mm-hmm. Ronan, the accuser, Supreme Ultimus, Karath, the pursuer and Shatterax. You are doing some deep dives so far. So far, so number two. Back to you, Colin. My
2: my number two are the Shadow Masters. Uh, they were a. It was they, they had an interesting story. They were a ninja clan. Uh, you see them. They, they started out. They also started with a graphic novel, or or a miniseries I think that turned into a graphic novel uh, that kind of spanned from World War II to the present um, and the Punisher trained with them uh, they, they ultimately showed up in the Punisher because they were wanting the Punisher, they wanted Frank Castle to take over one of their academies in the US but Frank Castle said no but he was one of their
0: students.
1: Okay. Eric, number two.
0: Okay. My number two uh, is Star Jammers. Oh. Okay. hmm Space well, Pirates. It filled that role.
1: Yeah. For me, number two. We saw a tease of them in She-Hulk. Mm-hmm. And we said then we wanted to see more Wrecking Crew. Uh,
0: yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Are you starting to catch a trend here with mine? Yeah. (laughs) Because this would have been an ideal spot for me to have thrown in, oh, maybe Howling Commandos.
0: I got to be honest. I've been expecting the Howling Commandos out of you.
1: I, I will tell you, no Howling Commandos and no West Coast Avengers on my list. Okay.
0: Okay.
2: See, I thought Howling Commandos kind of would have been cheating because technically they did show up in Captain America. So even though it's not a series, they yeah. did show up in the MCU already. So I did not. Yeah, but the, it to be punch.
1: they also show up briefly, too, in uh, Agent Carter and.
2: Uh, oh, yeah, it's true. Yeah. Agent Carter. So there's that, too. So
1: and, and like I said, Wrecking Crew. They showed up in She-Hulk, but we only saw a couple members. We didn't see the entire group.
2: Right, right.
1: And we only saw a like a beginning of the group. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah.
1: So let's get deeper with it.
0: Right. Number one.
2: Number one, Sons of the Tiger. Nice. Very um nice. I, I know that White Tiger is out there. Uh. Now I know that Ted, you know the the Sons of the Tigers is more tied to the origin of White Tiger but I that's something I would love to see even as a period piece like okay now I know at this point I don't know if you could really get away with doing it as a 70 series but maybe as an eight, even as an 80 series that would be fine too but I would love 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 to see the Sons of the Tiger. I could see that.
0: Very nice. I like that.
1: So, Eric. My
0: number one is the Thieves Guild. (gasps) Ooh.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: Complete with Gambit and Black Cat.
1: Yeah, yeah. Like it, like it. Ooh. So, well, I've already told you guys. (laughs) (laughs) There's no telling commandos. No... West Coast Avengers. Mm-hmm. It's kind of been a theme with the other three. My number one, Hammer.
0: Oh. Mm. Hammered the organization.
1: Hammered the organization.
0: Okay. Okay. Deep dives. You've surprised me here. Mm-hmm.
1: We were talking about Zoe being renamed Zoe Pretzels.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> um, just call me a little sea salt. <laughs>
0: Yeah. After the new, after
1: the news today, this is the kind of the direction I wanted to go. Okay. <laughs> so
0: Hashtag not judging.
1: So yeah. <laughs> so yep, going with hammer on number one. Okay. And of course, the leader right now is Norman Osborne and DeAndre Wentworth, formerly Victoria Hand.
2: Oh right, right, right.
1: So and they are a fictional espionage and law enforcement agency. Right. So it, it, it's a possibility.
0: Yeah.
1: And yes, I went total supervillain groups for all four of my groups. <laughs> Just the way it was.
0: Okay.
2: It's it, like that sometimes, man. It's all right. Yeah.
1: And, and speaking of being a little salty, <laughs> there were pictures that came out this week of Anthony Mackie and a new, Captain America suit, mm-hmm. and it's like, oh, he's in a new suit. Yeah, and not that new. <laughs> not w- that new. Why? Why are we surprised?
2: <laughs> I mean,
1: because we the, see the, the him in is- one look at the end of Falcon and Winter Soldier. How many suits does Steve wear throughout the films that he was in? He had a different suit, except for Infinity War and Endgame. Mm-hmm. He kept the same suit, right? Other than that, any other time we saw him, Captain America First Avenger.
0: It was kind of like Barbie and all her outfits. Mm
1: -hmm. Winter Soldier, we saw the stealth suit. Mm Right. Civil War kind of goes back to a mix of his original and uh, the first one.
0: Mm -hmm. Uh,
1: Mm -hmm. Age of Ultron, Avengers, each one a different suit. Yeah. So why is it such a big deal that Sam is in a different suit? Or the upcoming Captain America movie.
0: Well, the, also my question is, how do we know that he's wearing the complete suit? Right.
1: This is true too. I mean,
0: we don't know we don't know the context behind that picture. It looked to me a little bit like the stealth suit. Very much so. And it mm-hmm. could be he's using a variation of the stealth suit for a specific mission that's true too and i
1: and i am liking that look i actually as much as i like the red white and blue of cap from the comics and the cartoon and even in the first movie that was one costume that the shield was still you know whether he had the red white and blue or the blue tone blue scale shield with the dark blue light blue and silver Mm -hmm. either or because he wore he used both shield colorings with the stealth suit, that stealth suit, I feel, was one of the better-looking suits of Cap for the MCU. That,
2: was, that's my favorite. The, the stealth suit is my favorite of his uniforms. Uh, for, 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 for all the MCU, that's my favorite.
0: MCU, talking, uh, the stealth suit is my second favorite because my fir- my, my top favorite will always be the first one, when you see it after he hands Howard, the note says, I had a few thoughts on the outfit because that it did. It, it looked it was colorful, mm-hmm. but everything looked real. Yes. Right. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it did not look it did not look cartoony.
1: No. Mm-hmm. That was the USO suit.
0: No. I, yeah. The USO suit was definitely cartoony.
1: And it was meant to be.
0: Yes. Mm-hmm.
1: And, and for those who are like, oh, I didn't like it. Well, it was supposed to be that Easter egg to the original look mm-hmm. and the look that you're going to see Captain America at Universal Islands of Adventure. Mm-hmm. That's the only time you're going to see a movie esque Captain America look at Universal here in Orlando. And that's because right. that look is a tie to the original look from the comics. Mm-hmm. The cartoon. Mm-hmm. It's a nod to that, to the traditional green tree or evergreen cap mm-hmm. but yes the suit that you said he ends up with near the end of first Avenger where it's almost a glorified motorcycle outfit in a way with, with the stark touch it, was was gorgeous costume gorgeous uniform
2: it always looked like a, almost like a paratrooper suit for me a little bit I don't know maybe it's because of the the shoulder straps Um,
1: yeah I, I like that too because of uh holding the shield mm-hmm. Right. Being able to hold the shield, which which if I remember right, the stealth suit had a similar strapping on it as well. Right. That carried over.
2: It did, but the, it also had magnetic magnetic points on the back. And uh, that's where like the shield back there and he would pop it back there and it was held in place. So, Mm
1: -hmm. I mean, I thought his, the outfit from infinity war in game was almost a, I almost wish they went with him just coming out and saying, no, I'm no longer cap. I'm nomad. Mm-hmm. Cause that was yeah. heading towards a nomad look with that.
0: Yeah, yes. it was with, it was
1: painting over the red to, to the black changing the star to black.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, it looked to me like he just ripped the star off
1: that. Too. Yeah. So, yeah. But I'm just not understanding why there's such so much turmoil over uh, his suits changed. Iron Man's suit changed every movie. Yeah, I know.
0: (laughs) It's it's the Internet. I mean, people are going to pick apart anything and everything that they can. Sometimes it's warranted. Sometimes it's legitimate. Other times
1: like this. But look at every character in the MCU. Every movie, they've had a slightly different look. Mm -hmm. You know, we just identified Cap. Cool. Thor changed every film. Yeah. Hawkeye changed every appearance. Right. Iron Man, every film, a different suit of armor.
0: I don't have a problem with it. And, And I will admit it's probably because I am not a big fan of the outfit he had at the end of Falcon and Winter Soldier.
1: I agree. I felt it was a little too white, but it went with what was in the comics and was that Easter egg for the comics.
0: Yes, it works in the comics. I like the look of it in the comics. Mm -hmm. But as we have said several times before on this podcast, this show, not every look that looks good in the comics translates over to live action. Correct. Successfully. Right. Right. And this one, if they had just cut off that half mask that came up to his hair, I think I'd have been perfectly fine with it.
1: If they made Mm -hmm. it a two-piece, I would have been fine with it. Making it the one piece, it's like, okay, how is he moving without restriction? My only complaint about Keaton's Batman, despite the fact Keaton's Batman was the best Batman. Yes. Mm -hmm. And somehow he made that cow work, but you still, like... How is he moving with it?
0: Well, you could tell that his movement was kind of restricted. Right.
1: But they did the same thing with with the Flash TV, the original Flash TV show as well with that outfit. It was just the way yeah. the suits were made back in the day.
0: Mm-hmm. I mean, you could tell it the way Michael Keaton had to pretty much move his entire body, right? Or at least move his torso. If he wants to look up, he can't just look up. He has to lean back.
1: But, you right. know, with him doing that to me, that's what made that Batman more intimidating because he was very rigid Mm -hmm. as Batman, Mm -hmm. whereas very, very limber as Bruce Batman was, was rigid, but yet still able to do all these acrobatic things that you did not expect him to do. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It was great. Uh, Mm -hmm. I think that's what sold it for me.
2: Yeah. Right.
1: Um, but, but look at how many times things have changed from, Looks from the films carried over into the comics. Mm -hmm. I mean, the comics, there is a sense of reality is skewed in in comics. You're able Mm -hmm. to do things that you can't do in reality. Right. And that's what the comics are there for. Mm -hmm. But you try and take some of these outfits and make them real. Sometimes you just got to give that modern look, which is what I think was perfect with the other cap suits was perfect with Hawkeye. Even though I still wanted to see with that from the series, I loved that outfit, but I still wanted to see the mask just briefly for him to put it on and go, uh, yeah, no, <laughs> and take it mm-hmm.
0: off. I, I'm going to be honest. I'm kind of glad he didn't. I, I'm kind of glad we didn't go there because <sighs> Of course, I'm not a fan of the mask to begin with, but right. It's I
1: mean, it,
2: it was like in, in, uh, in Luke Cage when um, you see him escape the jail and or escape the prison, and you know, he for a brief moment he has the '70s look. You know, he's got the shirt, he's got that crown on his head, he's got a chain belt. And he looks at himself in the mirror, and he says, You look like a damn fool. And I was just <laughs> like and, and I I it was a satisfying moment for me. It was a satisfying moment, but yeah, I think there there are certain things where and I'm I'm glad that I saw that, but I'm glad that I did not see a comic accurate version of Iron Fist. Uh, I don't think I needed to see Iron Fist in a skin tight bodysuit the v and the big no collar
1: but yeah so we we said the same thing about the original falcon suit It's like we'll love to have seen something similar not the actual suit with the big v right with the with the waistline v net v drop right but i would love to have seen something with that coloring you know of the more red and white instead of the gray and red we got right okay yeah yeah but I was okay with the gray and red because I understand it was a modification to the stuff he had from when he was in the army. Right. So, um, final thoughts, guys. I you know I'm in uh. the show a little shorter than I usually do, <laughs> but I, I, I have actually cut myself from going into a rambling about Falcon. <laughs> I, I think great discussion about it. Uh, yeah. Unless there's something else that needs to be added,
0: the only I, the only final thought that I have is my honorable mention for our Fantastic Four, mm-hmm. and that is the original lineup of Excalibur.
1: Yes, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, yeah. I, I forgot to do honorable. Do you have an honorable mention there, Kyle, for your side?
2: I I don't. Um, hold on. I mean. I tell you, Mike, you do yours, and because there there are a couple swimming around in my head. You do yours, and come back to me.
1: The only non-villain group that that would be Damage Control. We were supposed to have the series, right? It never came about. Let's get Damage Control. They were mentioned in Spider-Man: Homecoming, right? Let's go ahead and get Damage Control. Make it happen, right? Plus, I still want Alan Commandos. See. Uh, I, I, I could I couldn't have done just I couldn't have put Howling Commandos on the list because I, I have I've been preaching that for so long that would have been cheating. <laughs> that was one of those gimmies. <laughs> like no, I, I no I want the series. I if there wasn't the writer strike going on, I would find a I would I would come up with a whole plot idea and send it to Marvel Studios, and but I'm not crossing that line. Right. So I'm not pitching my series anymore. Not until the writers. I'm back from strike it's just the way I feel
2: well okay so now if we're talking mcu and this is a this is a team that has a huge presence in the Marvel universe but they have yet to have any screen time otherwise alpha flight
1: yeah but we I almost say I, I want to say don't we have plans for an alpha flight fan casting we do in the future
0: we, we do, do in the uh, upcoming show, we're going to fan cast. Mm-hmm.
1: Were, were, were there any from tonight that we should add to the fan cast list? Mm. I mean, was there, I can't one, think of any. was there one that really stood out to us that to be a, a fan cast?
0: I can't think of any. I,
1: think, I can't even, I think the closest we could get would be hammer, especially since we're getting uh, secret invasion and that's where mm-hmm. hammer came out of. Right. Was secret invasion. So there, there could be a possibility. I don't know if we'll get a series about hammer, but I think we'll see hammer in the MCU because of secret Invasion. Mm-hmm. So, um, final thoughts. That
2: was my thought final
1: thought. Out. Yeah. <laughs> then, um, I, I'm thought it out because the only other thing I would want to say, I'm not going to, <laughs> because, uh, well, just say it's what kind of put me in the mood today. Yeah. Mm. And I I have very mixed feelings about the news, which is odd. But that's another time, another place. Maybe on Wookiee Radio next week. But Thursday, if you would please.
0: All wrapped up here, sir. Will there be anything else?
1: (laughs) No, let's just go home.
2: Yes, yes, everyone. Doom, 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 and doom. doom. Okay, doom for him, too. Doom!